back to Holy Money, episode nine. Um, is it episode? Yes, I believe it is episode nine. I'm Jasper Smith. Um, I'm Alex. With, with Alex, and we are joined by recurring guest, Mr. Meow Ludo, Meow Meow, biohacker, scientist. Um, How you yeah. going, guys? Thanks for thanks for having me on. It's uh it's exciting times. What's the, what's your Chinese curse? May you live in interesting times. Well, yeah, yeah, we certainly do have a Chinese curse on our hands. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, no, it, it is very interesting times. You know, I was saying the other day that I, I feel like I feel like every day I'm waking up to nine eleven. Mm, mm. You know, like. Just the the uncertainty is, um, you know, I, I'm somebody who who who, you know, takes, you know, a lot of notice about of you know geopolitics and mm. economics and all that kind of thing. And you know, I I like I see myself as a bit of a pragmatist, and I like to you know be prepared. And I have absolutely no idea what the fuck's going to happen. I have theories, but. You know, to actually, um, you know, to to have any sort of certainty is a little bit, you know, I think that would be a bit kind of, you know, bullish. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, the thing about problems of this scale is that they're completely in the hands of governments. Like, we can self-isolate all we want, but, but until something like a, vac- a vaccine gets developed, like, this problem isn't going to go away. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's kind of the thing in 9-11 as well. All these things that you take for granted, like security on aeroplanes and stuff like this, just vanishes and you s- the, the, the facade gets lifted and you, you see what actually lies underneath. And things like this show how inept the government really is. If, there were, if anyone at the moment, especially like in Australia, had any fucking doubts, like the US is doing a better response to this than us. Well, Absolutely. that and, and you know, like Alex and I did our last podcast together uh, two days ago, and I I wasn't bigging our current government up, but I was I was saying that like I didn't think it was as bad as the as the uh, UK's response, and uh, at the time, two days ago, a lot can change in forty eight hours, and I. I really, really, really do worry because, you know, I was listening to the BBC World Service interview with the Italian health minister and they, you know, obviously overnight we've had 500-ish people die of coronavirus in Italy in one day, right? And they... um, uh, And the BBC asked this health minister, like, what, what would you tell countries to do you know differently who are behind italy in in this situation and and he was just like go into extreme quarantine now because that's the only way you're going to slow it down and i just just posted on this if you really want to like get scared Mm -hmm. like we don't think exponentially we always think linearly we are only 11 days behind italy in numbers Mm -hmm. of cases yeah, 11 days. We are so fucked. And the government has just come out. Scott Morrison, only an hour ago, um, said that four-fifths of the cases are from people who've travelled overseas or come in contact with someone from overseas. They're only testing cunts that fucking have been yeah, overseas. Exactly. No, no one can get access. All these people are reaching out to me 
basically saying they're being denied testing. So, and then on top of that, you you might have seven, up to seventy five percent of people asymptomatic. Yeah, and carriers. So 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 like, we are fucked. And April yeah. between I reckon between April tenth and April twentieth is going to be like fucking dark days for Australia. Well, I quoted on the last episode. I quoted the thing that you shared the other day about the yeah. um, uh, the seventeenth of April being the the date that yeah. that um, we we go full fucking Italy. And um, people act like this is surprising, right? Every day they're like, "Oh, you know," they they're using words like a spike in cases and unexpected results. Dude, like an Excel spreadsheet can tell you what happens if you don't put in a good response, what the numbers are going to be. And I have a mate who does it. And you know what? Every day, the results are exactly as he predicted. Yeah. Do you think that, um, do you think that, I mean, like we've, we've just seen, I mean, there's the sort of milk toast measures that have just been put in place, such as, we, we, well, we've got a border shut down from Friday. I did also note that um, I think it was Dutton and Morrison were saying that they were going to threaten to withdraw funding from private and Catholic schools if they elected to close during this period of time, which I think is um, an incredibly, incredibly dangerous measure to be taking. I mean, I, th- I think it's largely fueled by a sort of desire to keep people in the office. Yeah. But do you think that this is like a, a particularly Australian way of looking at a, at a crisis like this? Or are we all just, I don't know. As like a, a she'll be right type sort of situation? Yeah, exactly. If, if it is, God help us. Because like, if that's our, how we define ourselves as Australian, it is absolutely shocking. I would say it's more like a, a, a very right-wing way of looking at things. Mm. It's yeah. it's the wrong mindset to have during something like this. Yeah. Um, like I'm, I'm, I'm as terrified as anyone about, like, you know, authoritarian rule and censorship and all these things, right? Um, but I generally consider myself a bit of a bleeding heart lefty. But, like, right now, the US is going to be, looks like they might be okay if they socialize their healthcare, they start universal basic income, which that looks like it's passed. And these are all left measures. And, and the reason for this, we have to take care of everyone. Yeah, go ahead. So, so, so you, you say that universal basic income is passed. Are you talking about this, this stimulus, which is um, the $1,000 to each person? I thought that was a one off payment. They've upped it now to $2,000 to yeah. every person, $1,000 for every child every month until this has been resolved. Fucking hell. And, and like, you know, this leads me to the thing that I was kind of, you know, I, I've, I've been, I've been um, thinking about a lot is that you know that the liberal capitalist world order is over when Republicans are throwing money around like this but this is exactly what this is exactly what you know what i think history um can predict for us and now we're seeing sort of like the neoliberal consensus in the u.s which is obviously these days embodied solely by the democratic party saying oh yes we should pass these measures but we should means test them which means basically that the uh the republican party which uh, you know i think the vast majority of popular culture has spent the past i don't know four years or so saying is the sort of rise of you know fascism is now running to the economic left of 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 the of the the supposed sort of progressive political party in the u.s and and i think that that's honestly i mean i don't want to i don't want to like be a doomsayer or anything although you know um after a few whiskeys watch out but go but, off <laughs> uh, but uh i mean yeah well we won't go into last night but anyway mm-hmm. um i but but i but i do think that that is how you can launder quite 
socially right-wing policies through. Wow. Yeah. And I yeah. think that that's honestly what could potentially happen there. I don't know about here, but there, definitely. That's, yeah. that's the typical Pluto-populist Pluto agenda. Like, how Howard did it. Um, uh, we saw uh, Bush did it. Um, and and it, it's basically the, um, the, the way that the right operates in this day and age. Now, on top of that, I'm just going to say, this stimulus package is like the only thing that can economically save countries that are going to be seriously affected by this, like the US, Australia, Spain, and Italy. It's to chuck as much money into the bottom as possible. Like the Australian yeah. dollar is absolutely tanking at the moment um, yeah. against the US dollar. But like, like we, we know this works. It's not like, you know, we have to like, you know, model it or anything like that. We, Australia dodged the GFC by Rudd chucking money to the poorest people that spent it all. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, the, the, the government in Australia is doing the exact opposite of that. They're, they're trying to give money to businesses who are being hurt the hardest. The way to yeah. hurt businesses is to get people to spend fucking money at the businesses, not yeah. give the businesses money. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, like the, the ideology um, yeah. it will, will, it will always come before the actual good of the nation with these fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, this is why they're so dangerous, but, you know, I mean, obviously there is the, you know, the attitude or like people are actually going to see, you know, the LMP and all their fucking like, you know, the pathetic ideological, you know, glory. Um, yeah. Uh, in the next few months, and they will never, ever, ever, ever win another election again. Do you, but, do you think? Do you, do you think that will actually happen? No, no, no. That's a, that's that's a thing yeah. that I'm hearing people say. And 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 my my um uh, uh basic my attitude is well, I don't think um, Australia. If we keep on uh, having this attitude, we are going to go into a depression, the likes of which our great grandparents didn't even see in the 1930s and, yeah. and 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 the only country that will be there to bail us out of it is china and we are going to become part of their economic and ideological um uh project sort of project and 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 you know uh sort of right wing or conservative neoliberal parties like the LNP won't actually be able to exist in their current form you won't mm. have ideologues like Corman and and mm. you know and people like that um, able to practice their ideology in, yeah. in a position of power in this country because the Chinese Communist Party just won't let them. And, you know, I, I think, um, you know, and, and that's a good thing, but also there is also a kind of, you know, better the devil you know kind of aspect to it Which, as well because who knows what, what that bailout is going to look like. Because when you look at, you know, the... The uh, the loans, which which are much smaller than bailing out entire nations like Australia, but like the loans that um, the Chinese have given uh, countries like I don't know uh, Ethiopia or mm -hmm. Greece or you know they, these these loans are essentially um, pound of flesh kind of loans. You know, like we will actually take you if you don't play ball 
with us you know like and if you don't if you don't pay us back with interest on this day we actually own your sovereignty and i don't think there's anything we're going to be able to do about it unless we you know actually devalue our currency even further by borrowing and borrowing and borrowing and quantitative easing our way into a further kind of um, uh, stimulus routine, which is what the American government's doing. Because, like, what, what you know, like, I, I don't know what Australian bonds are trading at today, but what the American government seem to be doing, I think, is they're having, an, you know, those eviction parties that people had, you know, in their 20s. They're, they're getting kicked out of the house, so they'll invite all their friends around to fucking spray paint on the walls and piss on the carpet. And that, 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 that looks like what the Americans are doing because they know that they're not going to be the, the, they're not going to be the monetary um, gods going forward after this. And so they're just trashing it for the Chinese. Yeah, that's that's crazy. It's it, it's um, the US is going to be hit so incredibly hard by this. And what you're saying before about um, you know, there's ideologues being taken down. What's interesting is some will like Corman. Corman will go down, but like think about someone like Dutton. Dutton, Dutton would you know fit very well into into oh, this, like, is, this is his time. Sorry, China. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. And and we're already seeing it. You know, he's he's just come out saying he's going to stick the AFP onto. Anyone who's been caught hoarding. Now, bear in mind, he's talking about things like toilet paper. Yeah. There's people who've been hoarding the fucking wealth in this country for decades. And I guarantee AFP is not going to go after them. No, they're not. But I don't, I also don't think you're, I I think you're sort of, when you're looking at people like Dutton and all that kind of thing, I think you're underestimating. And I, I don't, I think you're underestimating the connection to um, the Chinese um, business and political establishment that the Australian Labor Party have, because yeah. I don't, I, I, th- I, th- I think, I think the Labor Party will be a hell of a lot more easy to control from Beijing than than the Liberals will. Uh, the Liberals are, are bought and paid for by, um, they're bought and paid for by, you know, Australian mining interests and um and the sort of you know the ruling elite of this country and they are they're there to do one job and that is to basically take money out of our economy and move it upstream to the top 0.001 percent who actually paid for them to you know be in power whereas the labor party for all their egalitarianism are essentially a party which you know i mean like if you look at you know the sam dastiari situation or the aldi bags full of cash situation you know there's countless uh there's countless uh times where the the australian labor party have been caught in bed with the chinese communist party and and i think this is this is the this is where that that sort of matrimony you know happens this is just what I. This is just a, 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 a one situation which I can see happening, but I think it's a, a likely outcome. On that so, note, as well, talking about um, the 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 uh, siphoning siphoning that money up to the top, we have methods like Bitcoin. We've talked about this a bit before. 
that are government free forms of money, right? That they, they fulfill all the things that money needs to do. Yeah. Why is Bitcoin fucking tanking at the moment? Well, why, you know, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the, the you know, the gold-silver ratio at the moment, but um, silver, where there is a big silver whale out there. There's two big whales at the moment. Um, uh, and uh, this is not f- official financial advice, but there's the, the gold-silver ratio is about 102 at the moment, which means 102 ounces of silver will buy you an ounce of gold, which is an all-time low in the history of the world, right? Yeah. The, 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 the country that has been buying up all the silver in over the last uh, 10 years or so is China. Um, the country that's been buying up all the gold in the last ten years is China, and China uh, no is um is Russia, and and Russia's uh, alternative global trading currency to replace SWIFT, which they suggested was a a crypto backed by gold, a gold standard crypto, yeah, um, which was the Russians' suggestion. With um, but with silver, I think it's it it. it to be sleeping on silver right now is is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe people are doing it. Or maybe they just don't know because they don't talk about silver on the news. But it's like, you know, you, uh, what we might be looking at here is a a silver standard coming into, you know, coming into play as a as a as a global trading currency I, i'm not sure but the chinese are the ones who are buying who are buying it all yeah well uh, people who, who trade metals a lot generally prefer silver because it moves and um i make a the, bit of money off it yeah and for the longest time um uh, that, that that ratio was like really rock solid yeah. Um, and recently, it's done the bowl, like across the last few years. So, so it would it would be really interesting. People have been talking for a long time about um, crypto backed by precious metals because yeah. it, it, it adds some stability into it. I think ideally, you don't actually need crypto backed by anything, and it's a natural progression that 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 money takes. Like if we think about it, you know, in the beginning we had barter, then we had you know. Uh, objects that would be like an IOU that came out from that because you yeah. have this, um, people don't want to have the services necessarily at the same time. Mm. And basically what, what we've seen is every ge- every generation is an abstraction away from barter. So, yeah. you know, that goes into credit cards, it goes into, you know, uh, currency itself, it goes into floating the dollar. And crypto is, is, is like the natural progression of this. I don't yeah. know whether you need to have a halfway measure where you have it backed by something in, in the middle. But yeah. As long as people trust it, it's currency. So, so um, I, I, I'm just confused because, like, my thought now is like buy as much crypto as possible because if governments collapse, we can still trade. Mm. A- absolutely, absolutely, and that, and that, and that's 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 how I kind of that's how I look at gold and silver because you know it will always have value. Yeah, and we, you know, like no matter what the currency, you know, whether whether we get some sort of like Australian like yuan like the east african west african franc you know where where it's weighted to the yuan um we you know we'll still be able to trade gold and silver for it and you know i i think it's kind of um it's definitely something that people need to be looking at because i mean where i i had a conversation you know 
I had people around last night, but I was talking to Alex on a messenger. Um, uh, and you know, you were freaking out, Alex. I would think that would be fair to say. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. I think, um, I think, I think we can sort of, uh, I mean, you know, my sort of mood on the issue, uh, varies a fair bit, but, 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 but I do think that we are seeing the collapse of, I suppose, what we could broadly describe as the, as the sort of uh, liberal consensus. And, you know, I think that the sort of um, ability for uh, governments to uh, uh, seize the opportunity in that regard is... is um, is, is, is sort of somewhat frightening in that, you know, um, this is obviously, as we said before, a way, a potential way for quite sort of right-wing and author- authoritarian regimes to, to sort of launder their policies uh, through a sort of economically populist agenda. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I, 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 I do wonder about the ability for uh, the systems that we have erected around ourselves to continue functioning in light of what's happening here. And, yeah. and that actually kind of brings me to what we, um, uh, what we kind of lost in the, uh, what, what will now be the legendary lost recording of this podcast, where... Yeah. Uh, where we, where we, um, you know, we all did the nay nay. We, uh, we, we prayed for uh, Queen Hillary to come save us all, but that's <laughs> gone. You won't, you won't know what happened there. You won't know. Uh, Ellen was guest hosting. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> um, but you, but, but meow, you, you sort of brought up the idea of how. Um, uh, being a scientist should be a part of one's civic duty. And, and, and I suppose that, you know, in light of I, I definitely our government's inability to handle this crisis um, appropriately, like, what does that mean? Yeah, so, in, in fact, to, to all the listeners, I'd, I'd really like to recommend a book called The Peace War. Um, it's, part, it, it's also sold sometime as uh, Zones, Zones of Thought, I think, and it's by, uh, a, it's by a transhumanist sci-fi writer named Werner Vinge. His name is pronounced Vernavingi, but I can't bring myself to say it, even though I just did. Um, <laughs> so, so um, this is a really good one about like it, it, it's super fucking cool. I won't say anything about it. Go have a read; it's really cool. Um, so, um, I'll talk about some stuff that will touch on some similar themes, though. So, I think that being a scientist is a, a civic duty. So, so we, we talk a lot about citizen science, and citizen science generally is actually really fucking lame. So, like, you go out with a scientist, you know, someone with a lab coat on, Mm. and you go and collect data points for them. They take those data points back and they do the actual science. Right. This is not enough. Um, uh, So, basically, the example I like to use that shows a transition from citizen science into civic science is around Fukushima. So, during Fukushima, they ran out of Geiger counters. Mm. Um, Mm. uh, A... MIT basically set up a, um, a plan with their own hackers and with hackers on the ground to come up with a DIY uh, account. They brought the cost from $6,000 down to $600 and they allowed people to share the information across on their mobile phones. This allowed people to, for a start, make their own decisions about where they would, would and wouldn't go. 
And it turned out that some of the areas that the Russians had said were safe were actually really not safe. And some areas that were, they said were not safe were actually fine. Right. Um, so this is, this is making everyone a scientist because they're interpreting data and they're making decisions about it, right? So that's, that's, all, that's what a scientist does. Amongst yeah. other things, you know, it comes up with a hypothesis, uh, tests it, gathers data, looks at it, formulates a response to that. And, and, and that's what being a scientist is. So it's, it's, being a scientist is a way of thinking. Yeah. Um, so basically, out of this, we had all, all this cool stuff happen. Eventually, after three months, the Japanese government adopted the SafeCast um, map as the official government map. So wow. hackers are really in a crisis at res- responding like this. The thing is that, like, okay, we know how good are the um, Geiger counters. They're probably using cheap components. You know, are they being tested to make sure they're all working the same way? There's a lot of things, but hackers are good when anything better than nothing will do. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, though, you still have to think with a scientific mind. If you if you if you don't trust, if you don't understand how the equipment is, and you don't and you don't trust it, or you know you don't believe in radiation or anything like this, you're still up shit creek. Um, but I, I think that um, everyone should have a, a certain minimum level of scientific understanding. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. I've spent my life trying to work out how to do that. But um, I think that it's a civic duty, just like law, just like going to the arts. Um, going bush, like all these things that, that make us humans. Science is a part of that. And it's like, we, we don't focus on enough. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think, I think that like that even extends to, um, I mean, you, you, you sort of mentioned before, I don't know whether it was in the sealed section or, or this episode, but you mentioned um, the fact that you, you were surprised by the reaction to your post where you basically just presented the data um, using fairly conservative estimates as to the date as to when, you know, our hospitals are going to be overloaded. And you were surprised by how many people were uh, uh, shocked by that. And, and I, do, do you think that that's a symptom of, of this sort of, I guess, lack of kind of uh, scientific thought? Yeah, I think the, that basically when, when big scary things happen, people respond in a variety of ways. And I think the most common way that people kind of respond is actually to just kind of say it's probably not as bad as they're making out. Like th- we see this with global warming too, right? And we see it with financial yeah. crises that, that they default to this kind of like unhealthy medium level of skepticism that they don't seem to show any other time. I, I, it's like that, that fucking shark in the tank by, um, uh, what's his face? The, the Damien that's it. Physical, yeah. was the, the, the physical impossibility of death in the mind of someone living. And yeah. it's, it, 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 it's, well it's, it's this, you know, oh man, it, it, he just fucking like nailed you, this kind yeah, of- Yeah, you're idea. talking to a Damien Hurst nerd here, man. I Thank you for the reference. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, the, the, art, the artwork is fucking genius. Like yeah. I, I, it's, 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 it's so powerful. And, and that's what we're, we're seeing playing out with real people, right? Like, I think in the back of their minds, they actually know we're telling the truth. Yeah. But if they let themselves manifest that thought and viscerally understand the consequences of this, mm. they wouldn't be able to handle it. So their yeah. ego or whatever shuts it off in their fucking head and they just like business as usual, keep coming, carry on. Well, here's, yeah. well, here's my, well, here's, here's a sort of follow up to that then, because as Jasper mentioned, you know, I've, I've sort of been oscillating between, well, I think, I think they're both sort of fairly sort of doomsday mindsets, but one's probably worse than the other. And 
I, I like, is, is there a way to face this situation um, with all of the uh, sobriety and gravity that it requires without losing your mind? Well, I can tell you I, that I don't know about sobriety no. um, <laughs> because I definitely, I definitely have not been dealing with this problem like that. But yeah. in other, like, 12, other 12 hours of my day, <laughs> like, I, edu- I educate myself and I do everything I can. I'm in a very lucky and unique position because of my skill set and research I've done in the past. Um, you know, I'm I'm fantastic with diagnostics. I'm a hacker. I'm I fucking I teach biology at a university level. Other people don't have this, and, and everyone can do it in their own way. And what we're seeing is actually like this beautiful outpouring of like kind of socialist style love, um, where people are banding together and trying to to do whatever they can to help everyone else. At the same time, it's a, a smaller group of people who are hoarding toilet paper, trying to profiteer from this, do all sorts of things. So so I think there's healthier ways and unhealthier ways to deal with it. But the one thing that will help every single person is to kind of suck it up and just get fucking as educated as you can. The more yeah. educated the population is, better chance we all have of doing this. And like, I, I, don't, I don't know shit about treatment. So my friends are getting educated on treatment and they're telling me, I've gotten educated on diagnostics and I'm sharing that information around. And if you don't know where to start, like go on Wikipedia and start reading about what a virus is. Like just get, get some real basic understanding about like what this enemy is and how do we deal with it. And like your life forever will get better from educating. So there's, there's, there's nothing that can go wrong there. And, and it's knowledge is empowering. Even if it's hard to swallow, it gives you some sense of control over the situation. You know what? Yeah. You know what I find a bit dispiriting about that, though. Well, not not what you said, but just like what would I what I would assume to be a sort of natural impulse to you know accrue knowledge about this situation, so as to sort of you know navigate it better. Is I, I was saying to a friend last night, like imagine uh, imagine being a libertarian right now. You know, you you've huh. spent. You spent the past, um, you know, you spent the past how many years, you know, arguing with police, saying that your girlfriend should be able to sit in the front of the car. You know, you've, uh, you know, had absolute faith in uh, the ability for sort of private interests to navigate these things better than um, most sort of slow moving governments. And, and, and yet now we're seeing obviously the government stalling in its um I mean, I'm, I, let's not, I'm not going to sort of, you know, actively uh, conspire and say that they're deliberately sort of misinforming us, but they probably are. Uh, but, and you would think that the private sector would actually be able to be more nimble in its response. And yet I'm seeing so many large companies around here, all of whom probably have the ability to accrue the kind of knowledge that you're talking about, mm. kind of sticking their heads in the sand, you know? Yeah. But the thing is, it's a measure of how libertarian you are. Yeah. So if you're so libertarian that you're a doomsday prepper, <laughs> you, actually, you actually did well out of this, right? That's the true. You just got to take it further. The thing, the thing that you feared finally fucking happened. Now, I wonder how many preppers, what, what's the percentage of them that actually um, bugged out? I, well, I, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a prepper, as is my father. Mm. That's where I get it from. Like, I, I you know, I have... Um, several, you know, I've got about a hundred liters of, you know, drinking water stashed yeah, away with, you know, I, I, 
I have, you know, a couple of weapons, you know, things like that and, you know, tin food and stuff, which which I've had uh, sitting around. I, I haven't been, you know, beating people up in supermarkets to get them. It's just something which I've, you know, kind of really started to, you know, think about during the bushfires. Remember remember the bushfires, guys? Remember remember that's, that? That's, that was, that's like, what, that was that's, what, like 10 years ago now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So during, um, during the bushfires, I put away, I, I filled up a couple of hundred liters of water in my house and I've kept it. Yeah, well, that's that's what. Yeah, I I I went to Woolies and uh, a few times, and you know, just got a couple of trolleys worth, and you know, because there was always that threat that the um that the uh, the ashes were going to go into Warragamba Dam and contaminate the drinking water, and I just thought, well, fuck, going to need something to drink to survive and so like you know i think there i think you know i do have a little bit of a survivalist mentality but i wouldn't call myself a doomsday prepper i mean it's hard to kind of you know uh, build a fallout shelter in a fucking rented share house in dollar chill <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but yeah, we you can know, get those seeds yeah yeah exactly yeah we, so we, my idea for the ultimate doomsday prep mm. is we all build houseboats and mm. basically we can lasso each other if we want to have like a party and we just yeah. like stick them all together <laughs> yeah um, yeah well that's and we just a great idea like, um, and you can build them out of these like 200 liter drums and and pallets and they cost like under 2k so like once this all blows over if it does i'm gonna i'm gonna implement my plan well yeah it'd be like uh kevin costner's water world <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah i've heard yeah. you can do anything on international <laughs> world <Yes>. yeah <laughs> you- yeah, you can tie a goat up on a Sunday. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so, I, so I have another question for you, especially since you've sort of been mapping out um, the sort of, you know, likely scenarios from this situation. And obviously, you know, we already have some insight as, as to what that might look like because of places like Italy. Yeah. Um, and, and this is something that we also touched on in the previous episode. So let's say for the sake of argument that um, we end up sort of entering a similar, eventually once, once everybody's hand is forced going into like a forced quarantine situation. Um, what, what, what can we do together at that point? You know, how, yeah. what, how, how do we help one another? Whether that's, you know, in terms of sort of citizen science or whatever, like, I assume you must've put some thought into this. Yeah, so so it's it's gonna it's gonna be really tricky. Um, the the best thing we can we can do is is I think is is keep everyone's spirits up. So keep keep as as much social interaction as possible with physical distance. I think anyone who like um, is not working and finds himself with all this free time and doesn't know what to do with it, like go go crazy, learning new things, getting your skills up learning different methods of manufacture, thinking about what might be needed after the quarantine's over. Um, I think that um, if, if we get locked down, which I actually don't think is going to happen, I think the Australian government's strategy is to infect as many people as possible as quickly as possible. Right. We, 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 we know this because they're not closing the schools and kids yeah. are fucking filthy. Um, yeah. Like, uh, and the UK is doing something, something similar. And like the, the fucked thing is, Scott Morrison is picking and choosing bits of everyone else's plan, thinking that he's taking the best, but he's taking the worst. So he's like, oh, Singapore didn't close its schools and they're doing fine. It's like, yeah, 
bro. Like they implemented all these other measures that you're not doing, like wide scale testing. So mm. I, I think they think that what's going to pop out is like everyone's going to get infected, fucking few hundred thousand people are going to die, and then everyone's just going to go back to work. Like, it's like pin, he's doing pin the tail on the donkey, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it, it is like the suicidal option because yeah. it, it will fuck the country beyond recognition. It will it will take thirty years to get the country back on its feet. Oh, absolutely, and it, it, this is what you know. I, I don't think I don't think enough people are aware of that. I mean, like you know, this is something which um, we spoke about on on the last podcast that we did. But I, I you know, like what what I was saying, I, I don't think millennial actually boomers. Well, boomers, yeah, they 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 went through the recession that we had to have, I guess. But that yeah. was that wasn't too bad in comparison to what we're about to go through. But you know, X's, millennials, Zoomers. We don't know what a fucking recession looks like in this country. Yeah. We don't. We and, don't. And, 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 and when this isn't just going to be a recession, this is going to be a, a depression. This is a, yeah. People think a lot of like, you know, millennials and zoomers are like, great. I'm going to be able to buy a house. And it's like, bro, if houses are $10,000, you can't buy them if you don't have a job or money. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that, that number reflects supply and demand, right? Well, and also, yeah. also obviously, you know, um, uh, you know, cap- capital adequacy ratios for institutions are going to have to increase due to the sort of rising systemic risk, and and, and lending restrictions have already been tightening, and they'll most likely tighten further. So yeah, even if the house prices fall significantly, doesn't mean you're going to get one. Well, Afterpay's stock dropped by I think eighty percent. The other day, yeah. because and have sales, hey, encouraging people to use Afterpay. People are having sales to encourage people to use yeah. Afterpay. So yeah. discount if they use Afterpay. The thing, the thing is though that this this is a beautiful moment in time where yes. we have all the resources to run our own economy without government interruption. Like I love government; they just really shit at the moment. <laughs> like a yeah. government is amazing, but we don't have to use Australian dollars. We can use crypto. It works. Like, yeah. no one argues that, right? Okay, and then we have all of these, you know, um, neoliberal capitalists who want the world to operate a certain way, and that's all falling to pieces. We don't have to rebuild that. Like, while everyone's at home, like, start using Bitcoin, trade with your neighbours, like, implement all these different economic and social systems that are for the benefit of the people at the bottom. And then we just keep them going after the virus goes away. We don't need to ask permission to use these either. Like, you can download apps on your phone. Also, no. I make a... My, my prediction, yeah. 2021, the international currency is going to be Dogecoin. Mark my words. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now, now you're on the record saying that. So yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This that, is this is set in stone now. But I, 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 I want to. I, I personally don't. I, I think that we are. I don't think we're going to have that. You know, this new sort of economic system. Um, come in. I, I think we are going to be a. I think the Chinese will incorporate Australia into its project. So Belt and Road, you know, you know, providing kind of infrastructure projects for countries that can't really afford them. Um, this is the next stage. You know, would they are forcing the hand, or they will force the hand? It's, it, may, it makes it sound like I think they 
designed this to happen and i'm not saying that um <laughs> but 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 no i'm not saying i, I i'm not saying that he's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, not saying that i'm not saying that but what i am saying is that they're going to be the only ones who are going to be able to uh restore some sort of you know um uh kind of order in terms of a, 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 a stable economic system. Now, when you think about it, Xi Jinping has to be, he's probably the most ideological world leader, if you think mm. about it. Like, he, he, he is a... a, a Other mouse. than Akon. Well, he's not, well, he's, 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 a, he's a geopolitical player, but he's not a world leader, Akon. Says um, Yeah, um, but... but um, Xi Jinping is a is a Maoist Leninist, mm. and and very very proud of it, you know, and very very open about it. And and uh, this is something I've been saying for years. It's just like okay, so you've got like a Maoist Leninist in charge of something called the Chinese Communist Party, and you genuinely believe that they're not communists; they're just communists by name. You know, like this guy wants to destroy global capitalism. Mm. And 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 he will, you know, like this. This is this is part of. This is going to be the thing that makes that happen for him. This is part of what the Bolsheviks wanted, and you know, I I th that's just that that's just the way I feel about the situation. You know, like I I, I think I, I, I want to go explore a little bit about. What you def definitely didn't say. So, 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 um, I, I just read a paper that came out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I knew it. So, so, I'm I'm coming. So, so I've done heaps of research and spoken internationally on bioweapons, right? And it is my one hundred percent certainty this is not a bioweapon. As in, it was not a deliberately engineered bioweapon. No, but you don't have to engineer it to, to do other things that allow it to become, in effect, a bioweapon. No. Um, well, you're, saying, so you're, saying there was like, you're saying there was, like, deliberate uh, negligence in terms of allowing it to spread. Well, fuck, like, if we look at the Australian government's response, then, like, what they're effectively doing is, is like, ethnic cleansing or cleansing, you know what I mean? Like, like boomer cleansing, like... <laughs> By choosing to do nothing, you're, you're, you're complicit, right? Like, imagine, mm. if, if I went to, like, Sierra Leone and hang around areas that I was likely to contract Ebola and then flew back to Sydney and went shopping at Westfield, am I, am I a bioweapon? Is the plane a bioweapon? Is the country a bioweapon? Like, that, that's where it starts to get, like, dicey. But if a country wanted to launch a bioweapon, it wouldn't look like COVID-19. If I was going to launch a bioweapon against the country, I would launch an agricultural bioweapon. So if I was the US or Russia, I would launch a bioweapon against rice. Or if, well, it were, if I was China, it would be corn. Well, that, that's what, that's what um, uh, I think that was loosely the plot of On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, but, really? Yeah, but you got hot hypnotized chicks to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah no no absolutely and i i i i think that it is acting like a well our government is allowing this thing to become the thing that wipes out i don't th i think these fucking knuckleheads don't 
understand the damage that they're doing. I genuinely. Oh, I agree. I see. I, 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 I think it would almost. I think it's doing them too much of a too much credit to suggest that there's some kind of agenda behind this. At least as far uh, as the, at least as far as the Australian government is concerned. Um, I, I honestly believe this is this is a, a a keep calm and carry on. Keep the kids in school so the parents can go to work. Prevent further sell offs in the market play. And and they will do it until it is like just so impossible to do so. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit of capitalist response to the crisis as well. You know, they have these like booms and busts, and they basically mm. like um, are are only dealing with the next immediate crisis. Yeah, and, and absolutely. You, you, you need vision to be able to to tackle problems like this. You need, you need to look past the election cycle and, and, and have a more of a mindset of politicians in like the 60s and 70s where you, you have vision, uh, you write it out and, and multiple successive governments basically choo- choose to stick to that vision kind of thing, you know, like Whitlam era type shit. At the moment, yeah. the, the election cycle is so short, like in the minds of the politicians, you know, they're looking at daily um, results on Sky News to see what their popularity is. You can't have that mindset and solve a problem like this. It's, it, well, it, it just doesn't. But they, they, they are thinking that there will be an election cycle yeah. going forward. And, and I, I, I don't think so. If we become part of the Chinese um, political um, machine, then our, we may have elections, but they're not going to, they're going to be rigged. Also on that note, Trump, I think, I just read somewhere briefly, don't quote me on it, has implemented some wartime measures and there's there was some specu- there was some speculation that he may actually choose to stop the election well you know that i mean like i i, I think that if an election was held today he'd win it anyway yeah um a, a, against you know bernie or biden um yeah um but i you know i i i, th- I think Look, it's a mass gathering. Yeah, and 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 you know, I, I think that it, it, what really what is the difference between having uh, you know uh, twenty ten thousand people turning up to a suburban polling booth in one day and and having ten thousand people turn up to a football game? Mm. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. uh, also just on, on football. Like, I, I, I just wanted to say this because this is something, this just goes to show how not seriously this country is taking corona. Um, <laughs> uh, all football and sporting events are off in Europe. Um, seasons are effectively cancelled. Uh, they're trying to figure out what to do. Uh, to resolve who's going to win the seasons. Maybe they'll just be called off anyway. Um, uh, the Olympics may be called off, um, even though the Japanese are adamant that they won't. Um, uh, basically, every major event is being called off. In Argentina, um, River Plate, um, who are one of the two big clubs in Argentina, they had a game behind closed doors scheduled, and the other team turned up and River Plate didn't turned up turn up because they thought, fuck, we're not going there. Mm. But the A-League in Australia, the W-League and the AFL are all going ahead. 
behind closed doors, but they're all going ahead. And we well, are the only- it, but it's the same thing. It's it's exactly yeah. it's exactly what we were saying. It's 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 a it's a desire to sort of um, affect sure, democracy. Right. Yeah, it's it's so yeah. I suppose I should I should sort of caveat uh, what I said before. I do think there is an agenda here. I just don't think that it's. I don't think it's about honestly. I don't think it's about killing anybody. It's about um, trying to save face in a crisis and prevent. Prevent further market sell. I mean, I've I, I got to admit, I, I, I've seen um, so many statements come out from uh, banks recently with, res- with respect to their response to the, the coronavirus situation. They all have pretty much exactly the same language in terms of, you know, they're, they're taking advice from the chief medical officer. They've, you know, sanitized their, um, their branches and they're doing everything they can to serve you during this crisis. And there is a certain amount of... I believe of collusion going on there, and I think that that extends to other uh, other aspects of our economy. Because a- anybody, any sane person who isn't like that other person that I screenshotted and sent to you doing their um, gig yeah, yeah, yeah. in defiance of the virus last night, anybody who isn't a fucking moron knows uh, what needs to be done in this situation. But we don't want to do it until it's too late because it will, it will create further issues in the market. And that's, why, that's why we're doing this. That's why we're having this, this pantomime of a functioning society. That's, it's like that's a, it's what's like going a, on. It's like a compulsive liar, you yeah. know, who's just like running with this lie in the face of everybody else knowing that it, it's, 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 it's... It's the ham in The Simpsons, you know? It's still good, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, flat, it's flat earthers, you know? It's, it, it, it's all this, you know, it's like this fucking bonkers mentality, which is going to be the death of this country. But, like, do we expect anything different? Like, we, no, we look, at the to, we look at the response to climate change and it's exactly the same shit. Yeah, I have heard that. I have heard that a fair bit, and and, and I and I think you're right. But I, I guess I kind of, and this is maybe just my like naivety talking, but I kind of figured that um, climate change. I don't know. It, it it it. I can understand certain people uh, feeling it to be sort of less uh, immediately apparent than the actual risk of going outside and contracting a virus that could put you in hospital. But apparently not. And, uh, and, the, thing, and the thing is that like. We will keep on having crises like this until we're extinct, unless we get our fucking acts together. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and 2020 is 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 the year. Like, yeah, every single month there's shit happening like this, and it's gonna keep on getting worse. And and like, um, you know, it's it's times like this. I pray that I was on the international fucking space station. It's probably the only safe safe place in the galaxy at the moment. Yeah. 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 God damn! Yeah. Well, look, fellas, um, we don't want to we don't want to end this on on, on on too grim a note. So you know, um, this is a fun uh, pop cultural podcast where once again, as I said before, you know, we are all doing the nay nay and having a good time. <laughs> what are we doing in our periods of isolation? Uh, I know you mentioned for a practical meow. You said that we should be upskilling, which I think is a pretty excellent idea pretty good way to take advantage of the free time but but we also require leisure um i i know uh doom eternals coming out tomorrow what, what are you guys going to be doing i i'm still working full time i'm i'm going i'm, I'm going uh, to work yeah. i i 
Yeah, I um my my um you know unfortunately um uh with great regret you know I had to you know um we've had to kind of you know let people go sure. um, yeah but um but uh we you know we we're we're you know we're fight we're trying to fight this for as long as we can because the industry is in such a state that you know we know that like like we're quiet we are very quiet and and yeah. we we know that it, it might like I, I I personally I personally think that um you know I, I would rather um I'd rather you know go in and you know I I respect the the my uh my boss a lot and I really like him and I, 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 I want to do what's right by him and, you know, obviously taking all, all necessary precautions. I don't have any contact with the public um, or anything like that, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to work every day and I'm, uh, and I, you know, we're just going to try and do what we can to, to keep things going until we can't anymore. And, um, and I think, you know, I'm seeing a lot of businesses in our industry, um, just closing their doors and, you know, that, 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 that's totally reasonable and, 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 acceptable and it's their prerogative um but you know as far as i'm concerned you know i like i don't know when the next time i'll be able to you know um work full time is uh after this so i i you know i'm going to make the most of it and um uh if you know i'm one of the lucky ones you know i've got i've got mates who I got a mate who works in events and like uh, two days ago he lost $5,000 worth of work in one day. Mm. Got a mate who was working on a movie. It was just about to go into production and that is on uh, hold indefinitely after 18 months of work of pre-production. Um, uh, the, you know, the, the um, events, uh, entertainment industry, uh, hospitality industry, everything's fucked. But I, you know, uh, so, but I know that there will be a point uh, for me where I'm not going to be able to work anymore. Um, and, um, uh, you better believe I'm going to be fucking reading a lot of books, doing a lot of yoga and playing a lot of football manager. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. <clears throat> yeah. Science, science normally has like no fucking jobs. So in a hilarious turn of events, I'll probably end up getting employed out of this. Yeah. Um, which, which is crazy. Um, so I'm basically at the foot, like my, my leisure and my work are all the same. Like for, for me, there's just stuff that I'm interested in. So yeah. uh, part, of, part of me is going to be setting up um, uh, a company doing uh, emergency response diagnostics. Um, I think uh, another, I'm, I'm basically during the day, I'm, I'm trying to do as much sciencey type shit as possible. I'm doing like daily if I can, uh, YouTube streams where I try and teach people cool science skills. I'm going to be doing some live streaming on uh, educating people about what viruses are and how they work and stuff like that. And it makes me very happy to be able to share that knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
and basically that's during the day. I just do like yeah, science, science and art and video games. Been playing way too much Hearthstone. Um, oh really? And then at night, at night I drink like way too much red wine and listen to Little Peep. Yeah. 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 It's good. Well, you know, that's, that's, you know, you've got to do something and that's a pretty good thing to do. Yeah. Alex, you're going to be playing video games. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm still, uh, I mean, yeah, mostly probably. I'm, I'm still going to, um, well, you know, as long, as long as society is functioning, I'm still going to be uh, working from home, uh, which yeah. is something that I, you know, will admit I have the, you know, privilege and ability to do so. Mm. Um, but yeah, I have honestly, um, I've, uh, I've, I've spent too, I've been spent too long in too many enlarged bar bathrooms over the past few years. And now that I have all this free time where I'm not going out, I don't really know what to do with myself, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, might, yeah. I might start exercising again. That'd be good. Man, yoga. Can't recommend it enough. I used to do yoga. Um, yeah yeah I don't know maybe I'll give it a go again yeah Uh, there's always online poker yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, actually speaking of um, speaking of which not not the online poker but um, I have something to read to you guys before we wrap up yeah because, you know, as I said, I'm trying to figure out what to do. And, like, I, I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on, on whether you think that this is, like, potentially something that I could distract myself with during what may eventually, you know, end up being the end of the world. So, mm-hmm. all right, hear me out here. Wanking simulator. Okay. The best wanking experience known to mankind from the comfort of your home. Visit Gay Bay and deliver some delightful changes to the town's community. Now, there's more because I know that sounds good, but um, but but there are actually a few things that you know uh, need to be put in the in the in the, in the fine print. Um, gender organs are not visible. The game only shows the movement itself, which is accompanied by the sound of masturbation. There is violence in the game. You can stun other characters, beat them, and kick them. What do you reckon? Well, I mean, bring on, bring on full-scale communism. That's what I have to say. President <laughs> <laughs> um, G, save us. Yeah, save us from the wanking simulator. <laughs> I reckon if you play this game, you have to live stream this, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And get a, um, get a Holy Money Twitch channel going. That's yeah, it. well, I, th- I think like you know, but we've we've done two podcasts in three days. I think we, um, I think we're heading in that direction, Alex. Absolutely, we're getting there. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think I think we're going to leave it there. Um, I um like to thank Meow for coming on again. Uh, always appreciate your 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 take on things. Um, you know, and um, I'm sure we'll be uh we'll be speaking to you again soon. My name is Jasper. You can catch me on Instagram, Jasper.bistro. Oh yeah, you can you can find me um. Uh, on various uh, social media platforms, uh, the most important of which at this point are probably the Facebook and Twitter for the podcast, which are both Holy Money 69. Yeah, 
Yeah, Alex. Uh, Alex is the uh, the Twitter uh, guy. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know why I had to say that. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Look after yourselves. Um, look after uh, yourselves, and also we'll, um, we'll we'll drop some links for uh, those um, the the stuff that you were talking about before, Meow, in terms of videos and you know educational content. Yes, yeah, sweet. Anyone's welcome to find me on Facebook. I'm easy. Just follow if you follow my account i every single post i make is public so um go check it out also check out biofoundry that's the the, the community science lab that we've set up in sydney and um uh, all, a lot of our um news comes out of biofoundry so uh check it out get educated become a, a civic scientist from your home and uh get get empowered during self-isolation Awesome, awesome. Okay. Um yeah, all right. Well, um thanks everybody. We'll be back um soon. See ya. See ya. Peace.